headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. This hour is a Baby Steps Millionaires theme hour. For those of you that are new to us, that means we're going to talk only to millionaires this hour. The phone number is 888-825-5225. If you're a millionaire, we want to get some of the details on your life and your story so that other people can hear how to do what you have done. See, there's a lot of people out there with opinions about wealth that don't have any wealth. They got lots of opinions. They got no money. And if broke people are giving you their opinion on money, that's kind of dumb if you're listening anyway. And so you don't want to do that. You want to talk to real people. And I don't really care about your broke brother-in-law who votes wrong. I don't, I don't need his opinion. I just, you know, it's on money. I mean, if you want to talk to him about something else, it's fine. I'm not mad at him, but I'm not going to do this. So here, let's start with the basic definition of what a millionaire is, George. A millionaire is not someone that makes a million dollars a year. Thank you for clearing that up. That's a misconception a lot of people have. Yeah. And a millionaire is not someone that has a million dollars cash. That's a cash millionaire. Yeah. So not a net worth. Th- th- this is not it's like the word recession. There is a technical definition for it and you don't get to make it up. Well, I think we're in a recession. I don't care what you think. A recession is two consecutive quarters of a shrinking GDP period. It's an economic definition. It's not a political term, and you don't get to decide if we're in one or not. All you can do is observe the actual numbers. You don't get to decide if you're a millionaire. You don't get to redefine millionaire to fit your little political agenda and your equal, your uh, wealth equality, communism, Marxism crap. So here's what you get. Here's what a millionaire is. It is when someone has a net worth of $1 million or greater period. That's it. There's not another definition. Well, he's a net worth millionaire. That's the only kind of millionaires there is. It's not, it's redundant. It's redundant. It's like, he's a millionaire millionaire. Okay. That's what you just said. All right. So a millionaire is someone whose assets minus their liabilities equals a million dollars or greater. What you own minus what you owe equals a million dollars. Well, you can't count real estate. Yes, you can. It's an asset. Stupid. That's the one I get the most. Real In the YouTube comments, Dave, when I tell people, I walk them through how to do this, they go, you can't count your house. You can't even count your retirement accounts because you can't live off of that right now. That's I'm just going, dumb. You, can, you oh can't count it if you want to do a risk analysis, a liquidity analysis. But to, to determine if you're a millionaire, there's only one method. Assets minus liabilities equals a million dollars or greater. So that's who we want to talk to. And we want to find out how... You did it. We're going to start with Craig in Milwaukee. Craig, what's your net worth? Just shy of $1.7 million. Love it. Okay. Give me a little breakdown by category on that. How much of retirement, how much is house, and so on? Um, just about 700000 in retirement and 529 accounts. Mm-hmm. Uh, about 550000 in um, a mix of uh, cash and other investments, ETFs, stocks, T-bills, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. saving bonds, even even a little precious metals. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then uh, 
about 450000 in real estate, which is made up of our primary residence. Got it. How old are you? I'm 51. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife is 45. Cool. And how much of this $1.7 million did you inherit? Zero. Zero. Okay. And what was your, in your working lifetime, what was your work, best year working income and your worst year working income? Oh, I would say the best year was uh, just a touch over 200000 and the worst was um, maybe seventy, eighty thousand. 80000 Okay. And what do you do for a living, or did you do for a living? Uh, I, um, I'm a lawyer, and I have my own practice. Mm-hmm. Okay. So obviously you have a law degree. All right. What was your GPA? Yeah. Uh, in law school, it was uh, just about... 3.0 okay good for you cool so uh if you're talking to the younger version of yourself 25 years ago in their 20s can a young lawyer still become a millionaire yes what would they do what would you tell them to do well i i think uh i, I would recommend you know take the time to to know yourself and um you know if you're you're going to get married uh, choose a spouse who shares your views on money and finance, among other things, uh, because in my experience, uh, that became very, very critically important. And, uh, you know, not to go off on a tangent, but we, we, uh, we were introduced to, to, you know, your money management concepts very early in our marriage. And we really took to them and we paid off, um, student loan debt. We saved for a house, but we took on a huge mortgage and um, ultimately became unhappy with our lifestyle, felt like we strayed from uh, the money management principles that, that you teach and that we were following. And so we decided to make a radical change in Solar House and move to where we currently live. And, and now we're, we're living the exact life we want to live. Um, and if my, my wife wasn't on the same page with me about that, that could be very challenging so i would recommend that and other than that yeah, i think very standard things that you hear all the time uh live beneath your means uh, i would say be resourceful uh and uh, be content with what you've got now and mm. be patient because tomorrow um typically tomorrow is a better day and in the long term it's going to be much much better a lot of wisdom there craig i'm curious what car are you driving right now as a net worth millionaire Right now, I drive a 2008 Honda Pilot. Wow. What's she drive? She drives a 2019 uh, Volkswagen Atlas. Good man. She's yeah. got the nicer car. <laughs> Federal law. Wife gets the good car. Yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. I love it. Well, congratulations, sir. You're a hero. I'm proud of you. You went out there and did something that most lawyers don't do. However, I will tell you that in the largest study of millionaires ever done in North America, done by Ramsey Research Team, uh, a couple of years ago, uh, we had the top five career fields, number five, that, that most often became millionaires, number five was lawyer. Wow. And when yeah. the average age, I believe, was 51. Yeah. This guy's he's like a case study. And they drove Honda and Toyota and, and, as the top know, cars. About a third of his net worth is his real estate. He's and the poster so it's, child. It's a, just exactly a case study. He's like a, a template of the uh, averages uh, of that study. We studied over 10,167 millionaires. So the conclusions we came to in that study are what's known as facts. So if you disagree with them, you're what's known as wrong. That's how that works, okay? 
We'll help you with this. It's a millionaire, a Baby Steps Millionaire's theme hour. We put all of this together in the book, The Baby Steps Millionaire, and it became a number one bestseller. So uh, be sure and check that out as well. George Campbell is with us. We'll be talking to real millionaires. Call us if you're one. The number is 888-825-5225. Most break-ins happen when your home is the most vulnerable in the middle of the day when no one is home. So I recommend Simply Safe Home Security. They're the best at what they do, protecting your whole home. Their award-winning system is backed by 24-7 professional monitoring for less than a dollar a day the cost of traditional home security and my listeners get 20% off their system when they sign up for fast protect monitoring at simplysafedirect.com there's no safe like simply safe it's a baby steps millionaires theme hour george camel ramsey personality is my co-host today we started doing this theme hour on millionaires several years ago it led us to do a study of millionaires and uh, the white paper of that study is in the back of the, uh, if you want the detail, the nerdy research parts of it. It's in the back of the book, uh, the Baby Steps Millionaire's book. You can find it there. Um, but we started doing this show because I kept running into millionaires. And they weren't what everyone said they were. Because I didn't grow up with money. I grew up regular guy, just like George, you know, regular guy. And, you know, I just because I became a millionaire, I thought, well, Maybe some of the, you know, because here's the things people say about millionaires, okay? They say stuff like, well, they all inherited their wealth. You can't be a millionaire if you don't have a rich uncle, right? Uh, they always say that, you know, millionaires are, the only way to get money is to be a crook. So you must have stolen. They did something wrong. You can't get that rich without doing something wrong, right? Or they, the other perception is, is that all millionaires, all wealthy people, you have to be famous. You know, you have to be like a country music star, a rock star, a, a, a professional athlete, a Hollywood actor. Uh, and the other thing they think is that they're, uh, okay, I can't be a millionaire because I'm not brilliant. I'm not a 4.0, 4.2 GPA guy. Or an investing guru. I'm not, I, don't have this, I don't have this special sauce. I'm just a regular guy, regular gal. And that's the four biggest mythologies that are out there. And what we found with the study was, and we first found it when we're just talking to millionaires here on the air, is that all four of those are lies. None of them are true. Very seldom do crooks become millionaires. Let me help you with this. Because when crooks rip, rip, rip somebody off, you know what people do? They tell everybody. And nobody does business with a crook anymore. I mean, if you go to a... You know, I'll tell you who a lot of millionaires are. They own auto repair stores. A lot of millionaires have auto repair stores. And uh, you think they're just somebody who turns a wrench, but I just tell you, they got more money than you got. And so, um, so, but if you go in there, that guy's store, and he rips you off, I'm repairing your car. You know, he puts in a, he, he claims to fix it, charges you $1,000, and you drive off, and it's still doing it, right? Still got a problem. You come back, and he goes, well, I just, you know, it's the way it is, and you know, whatever it was, an, it was an analysis fee. And well, what do you do? You tell everybody that guy, that guy's a crook. You're going on Yelp, Google reviews, the but neighborhood you go Facebook over that page. Same, yeah, you go, exactly. You go over that same auto repair guy and he says, you go in there and he, he does three things and he comes out and you go, if he says, I got it fixed. It's no problem. You go, what do you, what do I owe you? Nothing. It, it didn't cost me anything. It just took a minute. Go ahead. Just Nick, just remember me later. Well, you tell everybody you found an honest car repair guy. So crooks don't become rich. That's just a dadgum mythology by rednecks with poor mouthing 
You know, that's the ones I grew up. Little man can't get ahead. Life is rough. People like us. You ever hear these people like Eeyore is their spirit animal? You hear them people? Yeah. Well, that that's the ones tell you crooks. Are, all rich people. All rich people are crooks. Well, bull crap. Almost no rich people are crooks. Most of them are the, some of the more honest people you ever run into. That's how they got rich, dummy. They, they, they got a reputation for doing it right and bringing it, you know? Golly, this is silly. All right, let's go to Sarah in San Francisco. Sarah, what's your net worth? Um, about $2.6 million. Cool. And how much of that did you steal? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I couldn't resist after that last little rant. Okay, so give me a little breakdown by category. Um, my home is worth about 800000 which mm-hmm. is all paid off. Mm-hmm. I have a vacation property in Mexico that I owe about 50000 on. It's worth about 700000 Good for you. Um, I have about $1.2 million in um, 401k cash and other things. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well done. What, what? Where are you in Mexico with that vacation property? What city? Cabo. Cabo. Cabo San Lucas. Good for you. Fun. Very cool. All right. How old are you? 63. Cool. And how much of this did you inherit? I did actually inherit about 500000 mm-hmm. but I have not touched that. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to take any money out because I don't want to pay taxes on it. Mm-hmm. But I haven't I haven't really used that for anything. Is that in the 2.6? Yes. Okay. And how much of that? Did that come after you were already a millionaire or before you were a millionaire? Um, kind of in, well, when you received it, did you already have a million dollar net worth or not? I had part of it, maybe a half a million. Okay. So this helped make you a millionaire. Okay, good. Okay. So you did inherit part of it. That's good. All right. Now, so your income range, your best year working and your worst year working. My best year, probably around 230. My worst year. In the last 20 years, probably around 20000 Okay, cool. What do you, what'd you do for a living? What was your career? Um, I am a physician assistant in the ER. Got it. Okay. And so, obviously, you got a PA degree. And what was your, what was your GPA? Um, probably around 3.3. Good for you. Okay, cool. All right, you're talking. I, I met a young PA on a trip I was on the other day. Um, he was in his tw- well, I guess he's in his early 30s. But if you, if you're talking to a young PA in their 20s or 30s, can they still do this? Could they still become worth 2.6 million even if they didn't inherit half a million? Oh, definitely. Yes. Listen to Dave Ramsey. Invest in your company 401k property. Don't buy stupid things and invest your money. Wow. Rocket science. That's <laughs> impressive. And you just did that over a long period of time. You said over the last, how, how many years do you think you've really been kind of on a good financial plan? Actually, not that long. Um, probably 16 years. I was very, very sick. I had to change careers. I was a firefighter the first part of my life, and then I got injured, so I had to reinvent myself. So I went back to PA school. I got very sick right after I graduated, and then I almost lost my house. So almost all of this has been in the last 16 years. Wow, wow. good for you. 
Well, this done. has not been easy. Yeah. And you're 63, and the future's yes. bright. Yes. And the sun's shining so in Cabo. <laughs> yes, and I feel so free. So I bet free. you do. It sounds like you can work because you want to and not because you have to. Oh, exactly. I love my job now because I don't have to work, and I don't have to work as much. So That is rare. Yes. You can do anything you want. All right, do you read more yes. books or watch more TV? Are you a book person or a Netflix person? Oh, I don't watch TV. There's too much life. I was in bed for two years, so I'm not watching TV. No, I'd rather go out and enjoy friends and family and life. There we go. Right there, words from a millionaire. 63 years old, $2.6 million net worth. Very, very well done. By the way, the statistics on inheriting the money – um, as we discovered when we were, uh, the reason I was asking her the questions the way they were is it fits the research that we did. Um, 79% of America's millionaires with the largest study airtight research of America's millionaires ever done, 79% received an inheritance of zero. 5% received a very small inheritance, like granny left them five grand. So mathematically they were not millionaires because they got an inheritance another five percent like her received a substantial inheritance but did so after they were already millionaires now that part was not like her this hers situation literally she did become get her first million because of an inheritance so she actually is one of the rare ones but five percent a little bit five percent after already millionaires and 79 percent zero those three figures added together is 89 percent 79 plus 5 plus 5. That's 9 out of 10 of America's millionaires are not millionaires because of inherited money. What's that mean? Number one, it means the communists out there telling you otherwise are lying. Number two, it means you have a chance. She started 16 years ago. She's 63. Now, she did get an inheritance that helped her, but she's basically done most of her wealth building in the last little bit. This is a Baby Steps Millionaire Hour on The Ramsey Show. You worked hard for your home. It should be a place where you can relax and refocus on your goals. And something as simple as window treatments can make the difference. If you're ready for an upgrade, we've recommended Blinds.com for years. And I've used them myself. That's because with Blinds.com, you don't have to sacrifice your budget, your style, or great service. From blinds, drapes, shutters, and motorized shades, they make it easy and affordable to upgrade your entire home. And their team is always ready to help with everything from design consultation to measuring and installation. Plus, there are never any misleading quotes or hidden fees. Everything is backed by their 100% satisfaction guarantee, and shipping is always free. See why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer of custom window coverings. Visit Blinds.com to save up to 40% off everything site-wide. That's Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. It's a Baby Steps Millionaire's theme hour. George Camel, Ramsey personality, is my co-host. Don is our next millionaire in Canton, Ohio. Don, what's your net worth? My net worth is $2.24 million. Cool. Give me a little breakdown by category. Well, uh, retirement accounts, we've got $1.9 million there. Uh, most of that's in... Uh, 
company stocks uh, own about 98 uh, different companies there. Mm-hmm. And then also some mutual funds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's all spread out in Roth and, and traditional. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got 66,000 in HSA and um, 45,000 in, in cash in the bank. Mm-hmm. Our home's worth somewhere around 170 and personal property around 30,000. Wow, good for you. So most of this is a retirement account then, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Good for you. How old are you? 64, soon to be 65. Cool. All right. And how much of this did you inherit? None. Zero. And what was your best year working income and your worst year working income? Uh, My best year would have been uh, an outlier. I made uh, about uh, 148 that year, a mm-hmm. uh, big turnaround at the refinery. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, way back in, uh, 1980, I was making about 19,000. Okay, cool. Cool. What was your career? Uh, an electrician. I started out as a union electrician in the construction industry. And, and then, uh, 15 years after that, I moved into the refining industry. So you did an apprenticeship an rather than a four-year degree, I assume. Yes. It was an apprenticeship. Okay. Right. Cool. Cool. So high school graduate then, right? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Good for you. Well done. What was your GPA in high school? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was girls. Uh, <laughs> it could have been better. I'd be the best answer so far. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm writing that one down. Oh, I like that. All right. it, it was probably in the, in the three range somewhere. It uh, I had the capacity to do much better, but uh, had distractions along the way. Yeah, I've heard about those. You didn't apply yourself. That's what we call it. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So you're talking to a young guy who's heading into the trades, going to be a plumber, going to be an electrician. He's 23, 25 years old, and he's listening right now, and I promise you he's listening. Uh, Can he still become a millionaire in America today based on your knowledge? He can, uh, but he needs to invest, or he needs to budget, first of all, and do all those basics. Cause you got to have some headroom left. Uh, so you have something to invest and you know, I messed around until I was 37. I didn't start this till I was 37 years old. So I had to do a lot of catching up. But so yes, what you're it, telling him is, is he could have five to 10 million if he starts at 25. Yes, exactly. He'd have a whole lot more than what I've done. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well done, sir. You're a hero. Proud of you. So what, what, any other advice you would give to the listener out there that thinks you can't be a millionaire today or wants to know how to do it? Well, um, you know, stop playing around with, with all the things that don't get you anywhere, like the credit card points and and things like that. They're just totally meaningless. Uh, the biggest thing in our uh, family would be, uh, tithing and honoring God with tithes and offerings and that's very big for us and and uh we think that the bible does tell us that a that a rich man can get into the kingdom of god as long as he honors god puts him first turns it all over to him and and uh operates in his principles amen Um, another thing is is what helped me over the years i think the most was just staying invested uh time in the market and being invested in in equities uh and just being consistent that's that's really where i got where i was going i i'm not a genius but i i think i just did the did the things uh, correctly there i don't know if you're a genius or not but i think you're very wise and i'm very impressed very very that's well good. done danielle is our next millionaire in hartford connecticut danielle what's your net worth 
My net worth is $1.375 million. Got it. And uh, I'm going to call it 1.4. Okay, and give me a little breakdown by category, please. Sure. It's about 187000 in cash, about 256000 in a brokerage account, um, about 789000 in retirement, and I own a condo that's worth about 250000 Good for you. Well done. How old are you? 46. 46. You're single? Yes. Cool. And how much of this did you inherit? None of it. <laughs> okay. And uh, what was your best year working income so far and your worst year working income so far? Best year working is probably going to be this year. Um, my base salary is about 175 With bonus, it brings me up to a little over two. Mm-hmm. Um, worst year was probably when I started out of college. So I think I started off around 32000 a year. Cool. What's your career? I am a procurement systems manager, so I manage a team of systems analysts that run um, the applications that support our procurement division. Got it. So your degree, information systems, or what? Actually, no. My degree's in healthcare. I went to school for health administration, but I somehow ended up in the insurance capital of the world, so uh, (laughs) that's where I reside right now. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Okay. So what was your GPA in school? 348. 348. All right, cool. All right. And... um, Wow, good for you. So, same question. Uh, the younger version of you is listening out there. Can they still do this? And if they can, what should they do? Without a doubt, they can do it. Um, I think they just need to be disciplined. I would say start investing right away. I know out of college, when I had my first really big job, I invested 10% annually into my 401k and just budget. You know, growing up, my parents always taught us to distinguish between our wants versus our needs. Right. And, you know, I don't replace things frequently. I run them until they break and, you know, set aside discretionary income to do the things you enjoy, but also set aside things for, you know, a rainy day Um, and just be very disciplined and be cautious. Mm. That'll preach. I'm curious, Danielle, what car do you drive at 46 with a net worth of 1.4 million? A Subaru Crosstrek. (laughs) There we go. What year is it? It's a 2016. All right. Okay. Fantastic. So like every other millionaire we talk to, everyone would pass you in traffic and have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, I would love to have a really nice vehicle, but it's just, just not worth it. It's, it's a waste of money, and it's just, you know, I'd rather invest it into real estate. I mean, like I do, I, I do have 105000 left on my mortgage, but the goal is to eventually buy a house, um, and that's really where I'm saving my money to go. Yeah. You're doing a great job. You're a That's hero. Impressive. So proud of you. Thank most, you for sharing your story. Most people are broke, making fifty grand a year, buying sixty thousand dollars cars. And Danielle's like, uh, "Cars aren't worth it. I got three hundred thousand dollars in cash, and it's not worth buying a new car." So yeah. take it from actual millionaires; they don't do that kind of stuff. Now, the other thing you need to distinguish, folks, is the difference in a billionaire and a millionaire. I talk about this in the Baby Steps Millionaires book. I did a whole chapter on it because sometimes people think of a think of a millionaire as being a billionaire millionaires do not have private jets period okay they do not drive lamborghinis they don't have the money to okay it's only a million dollars you don't do private jets for a million bucks okay there's no there's not one of those and if you do it's a freaking antique okay i wouldn't want to get so yeah i'm not riding in that thing so uh and you know lamborghinis and two hundred fifty thousand dollar cars that kind of stuff that that's not you know seven cars 
uh, three vacation homes around the world, a mountain home, a beach home, a whatever, a lake home. The millionaires, billionaires can do that, but a billion is a thousand million. You're a thousand millionaire. That's a lot different than being a millionaire. And so if you hear somebody's got seven cars, five, six houses, they've got a private jet, they're probably approaching or, you know, should be. At least DECA millionaire. That'll be well beyond, that'll be on, beyond DECA. But anyway, but yeah, they're, they're north of probably 50 million at least and heading towards a thousand million. And, you know, a billion billionaires. You're not not going to get there in your 401k. But there's not as many billion. There's a lot. There's about a 12 million millionaires in America. There's not that many billionaires. Billionaires are a lot less. That's for sure. So, uh, and it is a different formula and a different setup. So, when you think of millionaires, well, that, uh, you know, nobody needs that much money. This is not a moral construct. It's a math thing. Assets minus liabilities equals a million. It's the only definition. Well, it's not enough money. We can discuss that, but that's not how you decide if you're a millionaire or not. We're talking to real millionaires and asking them how they got there. It's a Baby Steps Millionaire's theme hour. Our scripture of the day, Proverbs 13, 11. Wealth obtained from nothing dwindles, but one who gathers by labor increases it. Will Rogers said the quickest way to double your money is fold it in half and put it back in your pocket. <laughs> it's a Baby Steps Millionaire's theme hour. We're talking to real millionaires. Matthew is one in Sarasota, Florida. Matthew, what's your net worth? Right around $1.8 million. Good for you. Give me a little breakdown by category. Yep. So we got about six hundred grand in retirement, five fifty in a separate brokerage account, 100000 in cash, about 50000 in vehicles, and house is probably about five and a quarter. Good for you. Well done. Cool. How old are you? 38. Good. And how much of this did you inherit? None of it. Zero. And your best yep. working year income and your worst working year income? So first five years of our marriage, probably around 70, 75,000, and then got into real estate, 100% commission, and our best year is a little over 500. Whoa, Whoa. you're killing it. Good for you. Well done. So you're a real estate guy. Have you got a four-year degree? I do. Yeah, I got a finance degree. In finance. That sets you up. All right, good, good. And your GPA and your finance degree was what? Mm, Probably about 3.3. Okay, cool. So what do you attribute the fact that you're a millionaire to by the age of 38? What do you, what do you say? People say, how'd you do that? What's the key? What, what do you tell them? $500,000 income doesn't hurt. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously that helps, but I would say listening to you, I probably started in my early twenties and, uh, that set us up in a way that I could take that leap in a real estate, hundred percent commission, not knowing what we're going to make and, uh, kind of weather that storm in the beginning. Good. Good for you. Okay. Cool. So if a younger version of you uh, is listening, what do you tell them? Can it be done still? What's your philosophy yeah. on this? Yep, definitely could be done. Just um, be content with what you have and, and uh, you know, save it like you do and follow the plan and it gets there. Yeah. You, you sound like you're just, it's like a matter of fact. Yeah. Yeah. yeah do you ever uh, have any emotions about this when you hear these people saying that America's too broken to win and that anarchy is necessary and wealth inequality is crazy and it's unfair out there? Do you ever hear all that stuff? Yep. You know, I've been listening to the show, so I hear it all the time and uh, see it on the news. But, 
just kind of keep doing what we've been doing for a while, and it's been working out for us. Just ignore the noise. Yep. Create your own reality. Well, that's impressive because a lot of people that are younger, they're going, well, I can't wait till 60 to have retirement, so therefore, what's the point in investing? They have a very doom and gloom, but you're 38 and you did this stuff. It's awesome. Well done, Matthew. Proud of you, man. Carrie is in Kansas City. Carrie, what's your net worth? Uh, $1.5 million. Good for you. And give me a little breakdown by category. Uh, five hundred thirty thousand in the house, four hundred fifty in four hundred one k's, IRAs, and ESOP. Uh, four seventy five in taxable brokerage account, and then forty five in cash. Cool. How old are you? Uh, Thirty four. Whoa, our youngest of the day. Excellent. Good for you. How much of this did you inherit? Uh, we did not inherit any of it. Zero. And what's your worst year income working and best year income since you've been working? So about $45,000 when we got out of school and since we've been married and combined, uh, 350000 Cool. What do you do for a living? So I'm a project director for McCarthy Building Companies, and my wife is a neonatal nurse practitioner. Okay. So a nurse, and you said you're a, you're a product director? Uh, project director. Project. So project oh, management. I got you. Okay. Yep. Okay. I got you. Okay. Before you said out of school, what was your degree in? I was construction management and Liz went to nursing school. And she was nursing, of course. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And your, uh, net, your uh, GPA in, when you were in school? I was at 3.5 and Liz was at a 4.0 uh, through her graduate. Of course she was. Program. <laughs> all right so you're a millionaire 1.5 million at 34 years old how did you do that uh, i'd say consistency um and really setting goals um i mean i can't say i did the same thing when i was younger in my teens but that was kind of the, the breaking point for me of just not wanting to live paycheck to paycheck so again setting goals and being consistent um saying no to some of the things that don't carry a lot of value in our life and um as you get married just being being on the same team uh same page goes a long way so the force multiplier there yeah well you've done this in a fairly short period of time so obviously the answer to the question can this still be done you would say yes i assume yeah absolutely yeah absolutely yeah so, uh, do you guys watch more TV or read more books? Um, well, I, I listen to the, the podcast quite a bit and, um, read more articles than chapter books, mm-hmm. but Liz, uh, she reads more of the chapter books. Mm-hmm. Um, of course we have our favorite shows here and there, but. <laughs> well, I'm really impressed. Did you have a strategy going into this? You know, when you were 24, were you like, Hey, we want to get to a million by this age and here's how we're going to do it. Or was it just these practices that landed you there? So I, I really didn't start listening to the show until about four, four or five years ago. Um, but kind of instilled from my, my dad, as far as just, you know, saving money and just be intentional with it. But when I was able to, to listen to the show and it really got me on track with a plan, um, to get out of debt. And then we kind of carried that through to be able to pay off the house on it too. And just kind of kept that focus and it just, it feels really good. Yeah. What do you drive? So, uh, 2013 Lincoln MKX. Okay, cool. (laughs) What what about, uh, what about your nurse wife? 
Uh, she's in a uh, Acura uh, MDX. Yeah. I think, but certified pre-owned. Perfect. Good. Very good. Well-deserved. Well what an amazing couple. You guys are heroes. Well done. All right, George, just to make sure the mythology is destroyed, uh, the GPAs are 3.0, 3.3, 3.0, 3.48, 3.3, 4.0, and a 3.5. So there's no geniuses, but there's also no dummies. So I don't, I don't ever get 1.7 and I play beer pong. You know, I don't get that. I get, uh, you know, I generally get around a 3.0, and that's the what the research shows, too. Uh, inherited uh one two three four inherited five inherited nothing one inherited a half million that caused her to be a millionaire so one out of five today uh and the statistics are uh one out of ten nationally we kept the calls going we probably yeah. have more zeros yep to get and the net worth on the people calling in they were not 50 million uh but these are actual millionaires not your broke brother-in-law with an opinion 1.7 million dollar net worth 2.6 2.24 1.4 1.8 1. 1.5 almost all of them it's a major mix between their retirement and their home uh very seldom was there anything else weird in there we didn't hear any crypto we didn't hear any uh lotto uh we didn't hear anything like that there's nothing going on here it's real so. estate cash and investments some of them did have some company stocks but yep. that was it is that simple yep. And I didn't talk to any famous entertainers or athletes or, um, you know, uh, so they didn't inherit it. They're not crooks. They're not famous. They don't have super high GPAs. They're just people that worked a system, just worked a plan, and they did it over. And av the average, by the way, is about 17 years. And these people in here were talking, that guy there. Many said, of them he, said that. He got serious four years ago. Another one was 16 years ago since she got hurt on the fire department. Remember that and all that. And so – what these are are regular people, an electrician, a PA, uh, a physician's assistant, uh, an attorney, a, a procurement a guy, a real estate, nurse, project manager for construction company. I didn't hear brain surgeon in there. Or um, nuclear engineer was not oh, Like in an there. entrepreneur that owns their own business making a bajillion dollars. I, I didn't hear there. anybody. I took a company public. Now, they all got their income up. Yeah, they all and raise some their dual income. income and all, and some of that all, helps. They all are learners, but they and they all a hundred percent believe not only it can it be done, but it should be done. Mm. So proud of you guys! Amazing. Baby Steps Millionaires theme hour. If you want to know more about that, pick up the book, The Baby Steps Millionaires. It's the latest number one I did, and the only reason I did it was because a bunch of you said it couldn't be done, so we proved to you that it can be done, and you're wrong. Don't tempt Dave with a good time and a challenge. That's it. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. We'll be back with you before you know it. In the meantime, remember, there's ultimately only one way to financial peace, and that's to walk daily with the Prince of Peace, Christ Jesus. Hey, it's George Camel. If you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click on the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.